This is a static podcast. Episode 2 on the static. I'm joined with one of my good friends, Connor. What up, what up? And today it's going to be pretty hard. We're talking about mental health. Yeah. We've both been through quite a lot. Yeah, we've been, both of us have dealt with it for a long time. So, mm. yeah, I mean, chat. I mean, recently, how's your mental health? Is it? Um, It's been real up and down. Yeah. It's, I went through a real good spell and I was just living life, fucking around. Oh. And then I think it was uni got to me. I was tired. I wasn't sleeping. I was working myself too hard at work, work uni, sport. And I just burnt out. And it, I got real down for a couple of weeks. And That was like me, like, during summer. I reckon, like, the start of the year, during summertime, was, like, the pinnacle. Like, yeah. the best shit in life. Yeah, bro. The it was sickest, so good. just, you know, school, everyone's passing NCA. It was just like... Whew. And then you're just having, like, you're just getting pissed. You're doing all stupid shit. You are. You're literally living life yeah. to the and fullest. Then, and then you go into uni and it's like, you're buzzing because it's this new thing. Yeah, it's the same it's thing like, as school. You're, yeah. you're literally buzzing. And then you like start the year, it's like, yo, yo. And you get yeah. into it and it's just like, I got like, work. I yeah. got uni. I got social yeah. life. And it's just like. Like, I was working 20 hours a week till midnight on top of uni, having to get up at, like, 7 in the morning to get yeah. to uni in time. So I was getting like four hours sleep by the end of it and trying to like do all like everything. I was playing football as well. So I was doing all that on top of like three, four hours sleep because I've also suffered from insomnia. Yeah. So I just don't sleep. And some nights I just wouldn't sleep at all. I'd wake up, have, have to go to uni. And then I started skipping uni and I started getting behind. And that oh. just fucks with my mental health because it's like you want to do well. Like you never want to be in a position where you're failing. Never. No. And then when you get to that position, it fucking ruins you. It, oh, it does. Like, to the point where you're just almost not loving yourself. Yeah. Is when you really, you straight destroy yeah. yourself. You focus your energy on school and you focus your energy too much on other things. Mm. And at the end of the day, it's yourself that yeah. you need to. And when you're tired, like, it's so... Because when you're... I always found when I was in, like, a state of depression. Yeah. I need a... The best way to do it is to do shit I like. Like, go play football, go hang out with my mates... Just, like, shave, shower, get out of the house, wear some sick clothes, like, feel good about yourself. But when you're dead tired, you don't have the motivation or the energy no. to go do that shit. So you it's don't. like you're in bed, you're binging YouTube or some shit, and you're like, ah, oh, and you get to the point where you know you're not looking after yourself, but you've got no energy and no motivation to do the stuff that will help you. Yeah, that's when it's just, like, everything tumbles. Mm. And you just feel lonely. You do, you and so you, like there are people out there who who care, but then it, it's just hard. Yeah, it's it the, is so hard. It's so repetitive because whenever you talk to anyone, they're like, "Yo, you need to speak out. You need to do the it like. Is. You need to go get some fresh air." Those are the things that are the fucking hardest to do when you're depressed and when you're down. Because it's like when you're in a shit place, you don't want to go like message your mate like, "Yo." Like I'm bad, come help. Like, exactly. Like you're you never don't want to do that. You don't want to put your troubles on someone yeah. else. Like that's what I find hard. I don't want to yeah. miss people saying, "Yo, I'm a little bit not right in the yeah. head, in the mental space. I'm not good." Like you know, but I don't want to go and be like, "Yo, bro, I'm like yeah. this," because it's just like, and that's the problem about the male shit. That's the problem about males yeah, is that we have the, that tendency not to do that. New Zealand males, like I'm not obviously not everyone. Some people are probably quite good at it. Yeah, but 
from everyone I've talked to, all my mates, mm. it takes a lot of breaking down. And generally, it's when you're at the lowest of lows, oh, when you're yeah. really close to doing something stupid. And that's when either your mates can tell or you reach out in desperation because you don't want to do anything stupid, no matter what. Like, I know, like Austin and I both had people who have taken their lives quite yeah. close to us. And it's heartbreaking because you know that oh, they that never is, wanted bro. to do that. They, like, you know, they never want to hurt anyone, but it's just like, yeah, they're it, stuck in with their own head and it's just like to the point where they feel like they can't reach out. Yeah. And it's just horrible. And it just, I always like, I, I was being, I've been close to like committing suicide at times. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like my, the thing that helped me the most was actually the people that I've lost through suicide. And seeing how much that hurt me, and that hurt their family, and hurt their friends, and I, I was, I wasn't, I was in a state where I was aware enough yeah. that I could think about them, and that like, I would be so close to doing something stupid, but I could think about my family and how much they loved me. I could think about my best mates and like think about all the people that are close to me and how devastated they would be if I had done something stupid. Because then. it's just a ripple effect, eh? Yeah, and you feel like you're so lonely that you. Almost, you almost have to feel like you 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 like have to do it, but then it's like it's stuff like that that makes you realize like shit. If I really do this, then I don't want to put my my mates, my family, in any more yeah any more hurt because man, that will just destroy mm. like that sort of stuff destroys people. Yeah, and it's hard. And I've had some of the like the most beneficial people that have talked to me are people that I wouldn't expect to talk to me about it. So like exactly. Mr. Sutherland, yeah, he was our um, RE teacher. During college, yeah. Yeah, he um he came up to me and he was like, he'd taught me since like year nine, like pretty much every year, so we had quite a good relationship. And he came up to me one day and he's like, Connor, are you all good? Like, I've noticed you've changed and I'm worried about you. And that was, because when you're like depressed, you think you're hiding it real well. Yeah, but you, but you like end of the day, I mean, you're not a... So that was quite a shock to me because I was like, how did he know? And he's like, you're just not, you're not the same. Yeah. And then you realise how much you're changing because of this illness that you've got and you don't want to be this person because... You don't. Generally, you want to be, like, you want to be happy. You do want to be happy and it's just some, there's all these little things that can build up and it just destroys you, man. Mm, it'll it just, ruins you. It'll just destroy you. It'll seriously, that sort of stuff will just, and just knowing people that have committed suicide mm. over that sort of stuff, it's just. Knowing their families. Just know, it's just horrible, man. Yeah. It's just seeing the ripple effect that it's had, it's just. Like, yeah, I remember feeling so alone and like I was the only one suffering from it because I feel yeah. like I, to me, it felt like I got it earlier than my mates that started to deal with it. And it's been in my family for ages, but even at that point, I just, I couldn't believe that other people were dealing with it and then I got asked to do a speech at a speech competition that our school does and I got asked to do it on mental health and when I did that I was nervous I was shaking and I did it and it felt mm. great because then I like I'd aired out my problems and then for the next month I had people who I'd like known for years from school coming up to me and being like, yo, I'm suffering. I think you, like, that was when you came to me. Oh, bro, and I was, was just like, in a shit. Yeah. Like, my year 13 year was just, it was good, but it was just, just yeah, it was the same. Headspace was just, wasn't right. Yeah. Eh? And so I was like, I felt 
it was so hard for me because I had. It, sometimes it's kind of nice to think that you're the only one suffering with it. And then seeing someone else speak up about it was just like seeing you speak because I sat there and watched the speech mm. and I was just like, shit. Like, <laughs> you speak up in front of people you don't even know mm. was just like so just. I don't even know. Mm. It made me sit there and be like, man, I, I really need to, I need to do something. Yeah. Like, it was so even heartbreaking to see that, just to hear that, and I didn't even know. It was just heartbreaking yeah. to hear that, and I'm sitting there like, I've got some problems that I should really be speaking up about, yeah. which I don't want to, but I need you to because to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow. Like I'm gonna yeah. do something stupid. And that's that's the benefit of one person speaking out. It does, like, again, it causes a ripple effect. Yeah. So like you can't you can't complain like. No. It's the hardest thing I've ever done, but the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. So I've got, I was shaking, I was crying beforehand. And then so when I did it in front of the big audience, there were yeah. about like 16 other schools, like like probably 20 from each school and people's parents and stuff. So I did it and I looked out to the front row and there was this row of girls from some school up north. They were all crying. I'd never talked to them before, but yeah. they, they, they felt could, it. They felt how I felt, but they also related to it. And, and then yeah, and that was that was touching. And then I got like a boost of energy halfway through the speech when I saw that. And then I had some teachers come up and hug me. And I saw my mum and dad cry. And then when I was walking off the stage, like out the back to see my family, I had these dads of people I didn't even know who weren't from Wellington, never met their kids before. These big burly Kiwi dads come up and give me a hug and say, "You've done something amazing." You're just gonna know that's like. It's so hard, especially for me. It's for males. It's, it's so hard to even speak up. Like, I find it so hard because, personally, I've never seen my dad. Uh, like honestly, I've never seen my dad speak yeah. up about a lot of stuff. He's yeah. sort of bottled in, and that's just taught me to be like, yeah, yeah, don't even say anything. But now it's to the point where I'm just in a, such a bad state that it's just like I have to, <laughs> I have yeah. to, and it's just so hard. It's so hard to open up, but you just you have to, eh? Yeah. In some in some form, some way, you have to. And you have to realize, like. When you're thinking about speaking up to someone, there's a good chance they already know what you're going through and just exactly. haven't talked you to you about it. You just need their support. Like, whether someone to sit there and listen, you just yeah. need the support. Because last night, me and another friend of Austin's went over to Austin's house because we were just worried about him. Yes. And he, like, oh, he was just in a bad place. He was bit, had a bit of a like rough time with his parents and stuff. Rough everything, man. Yeah. Fallen. Just... So we... We kind of knew, he hadn't said anything to us, but we'd just like seen him online. He was just being a bit different and we were real scared. So we went up to his house and we just sat with him in the car so and He talked. was sitting in that minute. Yeah. And that minute is just a lot better. And he just, like, he ranted for like five minutes and then we just sat. Just, sat, just talked just about talk life. Shit, just talk, talk, talk shit, shit about, about like, life. What we're going to do in the summer. And it's so sick to have people like that because you can just sit there and talk shit for ages. Yeah. But I mean, if you have anything to say about people about even opening up or anything, yeah. what, do you, like, what do you have to say about about that um don't feel pressured to tell everyone i would i didn't tell my parents for the first six months after i'd been to the doctor and i'd been diagnosed and i was taking pills that i regret doing that because that put a lot of like that scared my parents yeah because they didn't know what was happening but I would I would tell my parents if I was anyone else now looking back on it but that's such a hard thing to do it is but just find someone I had a really good mate at the time who had gone through depression and I'd helped him through that. And I remember I hadn't talked to him about it and then there's one day I had like a panic attack and I was like at home alone, not able to like breathe properly, like crying, like bad, bad. 
and I called him up, like not able to breathe, and I was like hyperventilating. And I just he he was on the phone to me, like just breathing with me, calming me down. And he came over, he took me to the hospital, and like there was like a day he like forced me to get in the shower. He like was gonna get in with me because I didn't have the like the motivation or the ability to do it. Like he was like he was just there the whole time. I didn't have to tell him something was wrong. He'd just know. So if you can find a friend, anyone, anyone, yeah. it can be your parents. If you've got a good relationship with your parents, if you've got a girlfriend or boyfriend, they they find someone that you're going to spend a lot of time with and who know you well already, and just tell them what's going on so that if something changes with you and you start to get really bad, you don't have to spill everything out because they already know to, most of it. You just want them to listen. I mean, for me, <clears throat> honestly, I just want people to listen. Like don't have to say anything, even though even if they don't know how to deal with it. Yeah, I just want them to listen to me, and that's that's all I need. That's all the closure I need. And I mean, I hope people. I mean, even listening to this, I hope people. If you ever have any mental problems or anything yeah. like that, you just you need to say something. Like I'm bad at it. I'm yeah. I'm bad at it. But at the end of the day, it's you gotta you gotta look out for yourself. Yeah. You don't want to do anything stupid that's gonna affect you, your friends, your family. Like it's just yeah. the mental health thing is so important. You need to love yourself. You need to just take care of yourself and make sure everyone around you is safe yeah, and don't surround yourself with people that if you know when you're with someone or you're friends with someone if they're willing to drop everything and help you yeah make sure you're around people and your friends that you've got that relationship with your friends because if you're around people that deep down don't really care about you yeah that's going to come back and bite you it is and you drop if you drop everything for that one person and of the end of the day they don't care about you you know it's like you've just put your effort into someone and wasted time on someone you that is, is really is really not showing the love back and that yeah. just it, that's the shit that hurts the most that yeah, hurts it the is. most man. it destroys you because sometimes you look to those people and you're like I I need you like mm -hmm. you may not realise but I, I, I need you whether to listen for closure for comfort I need you and then at the end of the day if they're not there then you need to get yeah. rid of those sort of people because they yeah. will destroy you inside and out. They and then, destroy like, you. sometimes you don't need someone who's going to be able to talk you through everything and, like, yeah. s like in a way, fix you. Sometimes you want someone who will pick you up, go for a yeah. drive, and just distract you, talk about random shit, talk, talk about the weekend, talk about, like, some clothes you're going to buy. That, that, that little bit of distraction, man, can, yeah. can really do it a can, lot. It so can yeah. really do a lot. You need someone who's going to know that they don't have to be a psychiatrist they don't have to be there and hold your hand they just have to be the person that when you're down you don't have to put a lot of energy in you can just chuck your fat pants on and go and out get and be like yo and have fun let's go do something let's get out let's clear our minds go to the yeah. beach whatever let's yeah. just do something like i remember how many times did you and i drive to the end of eastbourne, eastbourne. like when i got when i broke up with emily when you and maddie broke up yeah like it was like we drove to we the just end needed of that we just we yeah. just need we just needed that we and it's so there. Had a, probably had a smoke or two, yeah. Through some, through some rocks into <laughs> the river. Just classic, yeah. Like just talk shit, but and then just like man, we would only talk about what had happened for about like five ten minutes, and then we would just talk about shit. We talk about the random future, shit, and it's just like, and, shit. and that's the shit that makes you even that little bit, that little bit of hope, man, mm. can really go a long way. And those, those chats when you're not actually talking about where you are at the moment, and you're talking about how excited you are for the future and your plans. They can help you so much because you 100%. know you've got something to live for, even if sometimes it doesn't feel like it. But you have, you've got a lot to live for. I mean, that's what I mean. Realized today, I spoke to a police officer and he just told me, man, like, man, you've, you've, 
you got a good hit on you. You just need to just love yourself for a bit. And it's made yeah. me realize, like, you know, I do because I've been putting my effort into just other people. And yeah. just And that's that's kind of, I broke up with Emily for a similar thing. Yeah. So we went out for a long, long time, like five years almost. Yeah. And I loved her, probably still do. And it was, it got to the point where I wasn't able to look after myself. And it's a real cliche thing but I wasn't looking after myself and I wasn't looking after her and I could tell I wasn't happy because of where I was and I wasn't making her happy. Yeah. And it was the hardest thing I've ever done. But I just ended it saying like, I still love you, but it may not seem like it, but I am trying to help you and this is the only way yeah. I can think of without dragging you down. Yeah. And I don't know if that was the right thing to do. Yeah. Because for some people that might end up hurting them more yeah. But you got to know your situation. And for the six months after that, I feel weird saying this because it's not Emily's fault. But when I was alone, I felt a lot better. Yeah. Just because exactly. I had more time to look after myself. Just like me now, I've recently literally just lost someone. Someone I really didn't I really just out of everyone didn't want to lose. But mm. now it just made me realize that instead of focusing on them, they can focus on themselves and then yeah. I can focus on myself. That's, and that's all I need is just self-loving. That's self what everyone needs to realise. And some people are really good at it. Some people are good at doing it in a relationship. Yeah. Some people are good at doing it by themselves. Some people aren't good at all and need someone to help them. Exactly, yeah. But there's a whole lot of different ways you can lo love yourself. You don't have to be cocky. You don't have to be like, yeah, I'm the fucking best person. I'm the best looking. You can just love yourself. Like you love anyone with flaws, but I find and everyone is flawed. Yeah, everyone, no one's everyone is flawed. They make mistakes, you know. Mm. And the thing about humans is that we all go through some some really bad bullshit. But end of the day, you gotta you gotta be there for yourself. You really gotta be there for yourself because yeah, if you're not there for yourself, then got. then that's all you got. End of the day, it's you. You you have yourself, and that's. I mean, I hope whoever listens to this understands or even relates to what yeah. Connor and I have been through. And I hope it's in I'm some sure way. There's a lot of you that do. Yeah, like this age, yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, it's, you just got to know that it's okay. Yeah, and you can feel free to message static. Yeah, like Austin's always got time. I'll always jump on and help out. I always got time. You know, like, I got to uh, focus on myself, but I got, <laughs> I yeah, got time. There's because one thing we don't want is we don't want the number to rise. Nah, not the stats. I saw. I actually screenshot it just because I knew it was coming on here. It's the highest yep. suicide number New Zealand has ever had. 685 people this year have killed themselves. And that's a fucking lot. That's a lot. So just do what you can. Sometimes you do need to isolate yourself because you, you do. need to look after you yourself. You need to look after yourself. Sometimes you yeah. need to surround it's yourself you. with friends. But the hardest thing and probably the most important is just tell people what you're going through. Exactly. Legit shot of a and speaking oh, about right. that because man, I've been going through a lot of stuff and just know. having someone else, especially someone who's been in my life for ages, speak yeah. about that and let other people speak about that is sick. And I hope everyone out there knows that it is okay. Yeah, and don't be ashamed. That's a big thing. People are, like when I was depressed, I think the same with Austin. Mm. When it's bad, you're you think you're weak, and that's such a you New do, Zealand, and it's bad because like, you feel so vulnerable, you sort of feel so weak, and it's just it's. It's you can't a, help but feel yeah, that way, you know. It's a, like when it when it gets down to it's a chemical deficiency in your brain. It's not your fault. Yeah. So there's nothing you can do apart from look after yourself and try to get better. Yeah.
and this is episode two of the static i've literally got a lot more content coming episode three four i've got heaps but shotgunner that was Cheers, that was buddy. legit that was legit and everyone uh stay tuned for episode three coming out next week <laughs> this is a static podcast <laughs>